Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. Originally, they were going to just increase the amount of raids that you could do remotely during this weekend to like 20 or something like that per day. They were allowing you the privilege of of remote raiding up to 20 times. Now, over the weekend, this past weekend, they revealed it will just be unlimited this weekend. So raid to your heart's content or until your wallets weep with sorrow, which is probably what's going to happen to a lot of us. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. It's time to freshen up on your geography. GoFest has gone global. You're invited to save the dates for the next season's community days. Unknown question mark feels a little left out in the ultra unlock teaser details. Let's hit the slime trail on the hunt for shiny Gumi. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 249. It's August 25th. A, uh, a, fr- a Friday late at night. It's 9.30 p.m. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle. How you doing? I'm tired. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm tired, too. And you know what? We got we got GoFest Global starting tomorrow, so we got we to gotta do this episode right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you can't tell by the way I sound, uh, I was, I was definitely under the weather earlier this week. Um, and so we could not record in our normal time. I really just could not even talk earlier this week, Tuesday and Wednesday. I always seem to get sick after traveling. Uh, we did come back from GoFest New York. We had a Blastoise and a half, which I suppose is a war turtle. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was fantastic. We'll talk about our experience there in just a little bit, but before we get started with anything. Shout out to brand new patrons of ours, Goose, Damani, Robert, and Aplanet16. And a big shout out to Gaten, who increased their pledge. Thank you very, very much for doing that. And your support is very much appreciated. More about Patreon and patronage at the end of the show. Okay, Mr. Kyle, since the last time we've recorded, there's not been one, but there's been two events. One of them happened to be GoFest New York, and the <laughs> other happened to be froki community day that's because we recorded early that week uh and this week we're recording quite late so it's almost been like a two-week period in between um or like one and a half weeks something like that it's been it's been a wild amount of time a lot has happened (laughs) in that time regardless of how much time it actually was that's true you know what that's a fair way of wrapping it up in a way that makes sense uh, so we set some goals. Uh, this includes our Froki shiny goal and our New York stuff. So for yourself, Mr. Kyle, 20 shiny Froki. No, I didn't do that. How many did you end up getting? Uh, 17. Ooh, okay. close, but close. no cigar. You got close. Uh, 200,000 Stardust. It was a Stardust community day. Uh, I did do that on community day. Nice. Uh, Mega progress. 
Yes, although probably not as much as I should have with how much time has passed. I, I definitely have. <laughs> Some counts. That's fine. It doesn't say impeccable mega progress. It just says <laughs> mega progress. Buddy progress. I did. Very good. He's very close to best buddy right now. Yahoo. Uh, shiny unknown any. I did. I got five shiny unknown. You got five? I thought you got like two. You I got five. five. Oh my gosh. And I traded one for one I didn't have. So Very nice. Who'd you trade that with? Uh, I traded that with Andy while we were oh. at dinner on Saturday. Oh, very, very cool. All right. Uh, shiny Golette? I did. See, now I, I stressed a lot about getting that shiny Golette and really wanted a second one. And then I finished with like five. So <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a uh, a buzzer, though, for a minute there. It felt like you were really going to not not pull it out. But Sunday was a good day for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shiny arrow satchel. I did. Yep. OK. We're sticking with our guns, right? Not satchel dactyl. We're doing arrow right. satchel. Not satchel dactyl. It's arrow satchel. It's arrow the satchel. superior one. OK. 5,000 stops for your backpacker. You had 35,809. I didn't do this one, unfortunately. Oh. I tried. I tried. How close did you get? Uh, thirty-nine two hundred. Oh man! If so you had like I, remembered, you probably could have done it. No, I was. I was very active about it. I would have needed to like, I don't know, move a lot more than I did. <laughs> I don't think we could have moved a lot more than we moved. I, the no, that's not true because there are people like Elfindial who cleared 60 miles on saturday oh, i'm talking about us okay well i mean i i probably could have yeah. probably <laughs> yeah probably uh and then 200 eggs uh yes i did i did 250 you crushed it you absolutely crushed <laughs> it so that's what one two three four five six seven eight nine goals you did eight out of nine yeah eight out of nine ah oh, curse you gosh. shiny froakie so oh i'm sorry no that would be seven out of nine then because uh five thousand stops for backpack oh yeah so you're right seven out of nine sweet good job all the same that's still a lot <laughs> uh for myself 30 shiny froakie i got 31 sure did uh 250,000 stardust i killed that i got like 450,000 something like that um finish four more routes this did not happen i was very confident that there was going to be routes available in the park at GoFest, and i could do but there were none <laughs> there were none much to our dismay so that didn't happen a shiny arrow satchel that did happen 300 eggs y'all it was four short no my my uh adventure sync summary stated 296 now, from <laughs> from Friday to Sunday, though, I did the numbers and I hashed 211. Um, but my goal was to have that number of 300 on the Adventure Sync summary, 296. I'm so upset with myself. Um, also, if, if anyone needs some persuasion to get a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, Chris and I were together most of the time. And I actually actively walked more than Chris did. Mm-hmm. And my adventure sink read almost 20 kilometers less than Chris by the end of the week. Yeah. Chris yeah. finished at what? Like 101 point something or something like that. Yeah. And I finished at 81. Sorry, Kyle. Just got to get good. I'm you know? salty about it. That's all right. It's okay. You know what? It's, it's because I've got my iPhone. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, take pictures with everyone? We sure did. We took pictures with anybody that stood even remotely close to us, strangers even. Yep. Animals, inanimate objects, took a bunch of pictures. Uh, shiny Tyrant. Yes, I did. Sorry, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> you should go see both of Zoe's videos. We we do make cameos in the one that came out today and the one that came out prior to it. Um, and then a wild shiny Lucario. This is the one where I ran out of gas and was not able to to do it. Um, if I had been more industrious and we had, you know, not been in the park the entire time, which is great. It was a nice place to meet people, which was the point for us. But if I had been like research task hunting instead of just hoping for spawns and mostly playing being my plus plus, I probably would have had a better shot at this. But it just was not meant to be. It's not meant mm-hmm. to be. So uh, that's uh, a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight total goals. And I got five, five out of eight. You got Oof. me beat. Oof. You got me beat rather, uh, rather completely, Mr. Kyle. Good job. Good for you. <laughs> oh, man. OK, well, anyway, um, let's let's not belabor it anymore. We got a lot of stuff to cover, including our experience in New York. So we'll just do that at the top of the news section. So let's hop right in. Yo, what up? It's the news. Okay, Mr. Kyle, we had GoFest. Oh, first of all, I suppose Froki Community Day. Yay, nay. Good, bad. What'd you feel? It was good. It was a long time ago now. (laughs) It was so long ago. I don't have memories of those days anymore. (laughs) My brain had to had to delete that in from the RAM so that it could have other info That's right. ready to talk about. That's right. Um, but I mean, Froki's awesome. Greninja's one of my favorite shinies. It's fantastic. Yep. The day was fine. I was catching Froki and nothing really special or to complain about. So no, I, I agree. Yeah, same here. It was great. Good. Good to have the Stardust. It was a great warm up activity before GoFest. New York for sure. Speaking of GoFest New York, we met so many people. Mm-hmm. We met so many people. So thank you very much. If you came by to any of our six meetups that we had in the park or one of the two that we had that were location based on Saturday evening, um, thank you so much for coming out and making this such a special trip for us. It was incredible the amount of people that we met, the amount of things people gave us, and people wanted us to sign stuff and take pictures. It was very surreal. Um, Kyle, I don't know about you, but I think I think we actually met more people and uh, took more pictures and signed more things than we did when we were quote-unquote notable last year. Yeah, like I, I would shot. say that was fa- fairly significantly, yeah. Yes. So even even without that elevation by Niantic themselves this year, <laughs> all of y'all made this the most special go fest for us uh, so far. You know, I don't want to I don't want to downplay potential future years, but this was an incredible go fest. Um, even with some of the heat, it was nice. We wore sunscreen this time. We were smart. We, we were- Look, you want to know what I did? What'd you do? As soon as we got back, I bought a sun hat. My man, okay. Uh, it will be here tomorrow. Okay. Unfortunately, not in time for global COVID. Well, you'll have it for but Sunday. But it's not going to be terrible heat this weekend. So No, but the sun can still burn you in 75 degree weather just yeah. as much as it can in 95. So. Yeah, but also the I'm looking forward to like the, the shade that the hat provides too, not just the, the UV protection. True, true. Yeah. 
Yeah. So <laughs> um, I did run some numbers. I'm not sure if you did the same, Kyle, but um, I took screenshots of some medals, five of them in particular, before we started playing on Friday, and then after we were done on Sunday. Um, so for instance, for my jogger medal, I did 49 kilometers of walking. For Sightseer, which is unique, Pokestop spun 203. Uh, for Backpacker, which was total stops spun, unique or, or not, was uh, 1,989, so just under 2,000. I hatched 211 eggs and then caught uh, just under tw- uh, 2,500 Pokemon. Very close. Um, I only took a picture of the main stats on my trainer card. Mm-hmm. So I did. I caught about 2,500 Pokemon as well. I got 5 million experience over the course of the three days. Let's go. Level 50 literally win. a quarter of the way to 47 now. By the okay. way, I did level Wait. up last week for those who don't follow on Twitter. Wait, you mean 49, right? Not 47. No, it's 48. I mean 48. You I'm are 47? 47. I'm 47. Oh, I thought you were 48. Okay. No, God, no. 47. Okay. God. It needs 20, God, what, no. 25 million to get from to get from 48 to 49. Yeah. Something like that. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's a good um, chunk, though. We already talked about the poke stops visited. And uh that's that's about it. And my distance. I you know I did 81 kilometers just in the weekend. So or in the week. Very nice. Very, very nice. Yeah, we did a lot of walking and uh, even more talking, which was kind of the point. Uh, so, yeah, we, we kind of we kind of played ourselves a little bit because city play was far more lucrative and we had set ourselves up to be in the park because it was going to be easier for people to find us and for us to find people for each of the different day parts. So while I do not regret that, I am a little sad we didn't get to do more time in the city. We got two hours on the end of the day on Sunday, but we were beat (laughs) we were beat so we weren't exactly picking up the pace that much but um again thank you to everybody that came out it was great uh for meals and and hanging out socializing otherwise um okay cool so we've got some news uh we've got two pieces of news one is uh you know we are starting a new season coming up real soon here which means that we get to do our fun full host all hands podcast with DeFi and fish. Um, but before that, they did give us the save the dates for community days and some other events. Uh, so trainers, now that the final community day of Pokemon go hidden gems is behind us. We'd like to share next season's community day dates. Saturday, September 2nd will be a community day classic. That's going to be next Saturday. Oh my gosh. This is so moving so fast again. Saturday, September 23rd will be a regular community day. We'll have another regular community on Sunday, October 15th, and yet another one on Sunday, November, um, Sunday, November 5th, which is yours truly's birthday. Thank you for the <laughs> gift, Niantic. And then Saturday, November 25th is another community day classic. Uh, there are a lot of rumors and stuff going around of what these could be. Nothing has been officially provided or um published or shared or anything nothing is confirmed so up until then those rumors are going to remain rumors uh, but let's hope they remain yeah. rum- rumors for good <laughs> based on some minus of stuff one of them minus one of them which which potentially would be pretty sick but uh, you know i've heard i've heard some theories about what pokemon could be in there and stuff like that what's the most compelling one you've heard kyle um 
the the timber could be in the lineup yeah that'd be great yeah, that is like uh, the next machop right that we need yeah, so it would be nice that would be, be nice, nice. I have um, one Kunkelder, so I oh never boy. bothered to. I never bothered to power one up. Why? Why waste the dust? That's true. I've been waiting this. One. I think most of us have been. Um, and you know, as always, the community classics could be anything as long as they're not Charmander again. I think everybody will be happy. Um, but we'll see. I, I may may have cursed us, uh, but we'll I see. mean, who doesn't want a third Charmander community day? Just. I mean, I've got three hundos. Like, I'm good, man. <laughs> like, I'm good. Like, give me another one, I guess. Sure, that's fine. I need a shundo. I suppose we could oh, we could be hunting God. for that. Uh, but community days aren't the only events on the horizon. Here are the dates for additional in-game events coming next season. Sunday, September 17th. Saturday, September 30th. Saturday and Sunday, October 7th and 8th. Ooh, interesting. I wonder where that could be. It's not a community day because they list those before. Saturday, October 21st, and Saturday, November 11th. What do you think the two-day event is going to be? Do you think... Do you think Elite Raids count as an event for this this purpose? Uh, I don't think so. No, because those yeah. are just raids. They're not events. I Yeah, I suppose. I don't it's know. It's a good question, though. Part of me wants to say like a research day, but we have that actually listed later. So I don't think that's that's an accurate one. And it's also yeah. two days. I don't know. I don't know what could be a two day thing. I don't know. It could be uh, could be anything. Maybe it's just a two day celebration of something. I mean, I know that the DLC is coming out in September. So if we're looking for that Paldean event that they were teasing, maybe the 17th would make sense. But I, I think it's going to be something sooner than that. We'll see, though, because it comes out September 11th, right? Or the twelfth. Your guess is good. I have absolutely no idea. The date not, has been I'm, shared. I just don't. Know I'm not keeping up with that. It'll be out when it's out. It'll be I out have when enough it's out. games to play right now. Oh my gosh! Armored Core Six just came out today. Uh, uh Baldur's Gate still owns me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, there's that. Those are the save the dates. If you need that list again, please feel free to follow the link in our show notes. And then you can mark your calendars appropriately. Kyle, make sure you request the right days off. Okay. Pokemon Go Fest 2023 details revealed. Or or were they? (laughs) Very much revealed. (laughs) Ultra Unlock, Habitat Times, and more. This is kind of like this. Right at the buzzer. (laughs) This like is just like a catch-all. And a teaser all rolled into one very strange information in this blog post that went up. So anyway, trainers, are you ready for the biggest event of the year? Pokemon Go Fest 2023 Global is almost here, and we're excited to share some final details. <laughs> when? This should be no surprise. It's probably happening right now if you're listening, if I, if I get this out right away. Saturday and Sunday, August 26th and 27th from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. local time each day. This event is already live for some friends around the globe right now. Mm-hmm. Like in Australia, Lachlan is playing as we speak. He is. Two, as of two hours ago, it started. So good stuff. Uh, trainers, uh, let's see. Anyone can join the fun. Join up with millions of trainers from around the world and get ready for Pokemon Go Fest 2023 Global with over 70 Pokemon appearing during the event, including some appearing in their shiny form for the first time in Go. This is the most exciting time to play. Trainers can participate in this global event at no cost from anywhere in the world. Um, you can, of course, then 
upgrade your experience with an event ticket, which you can purchase now via the in-game shop. It's 15 bucks. Trainers with an event ticket will receive special bonuses and rewards, including an encounter with the mythical Pokemon Deancey. Or will they? Yeah. There's been some drama on yeah. these socials. <laughs> Kyle, I'm very happy to hear you laughing like that because that means that you two have been plugged into this this uh, storm of yeah. some sorts. So uh, do you want to give us the long and the short of it? Uh, if you did one of the in-person GoFest, you do not get a second Diancy from this GoFest. Yes. Well, and the big hang-up is... That's not how it worked for Shaman. No, it's not. Very, very specifically, you could have, I think, four Shaman if you went to all the stuff that was available or something like that. And people are like, well, it said there you'll get a Diancy if you buy the ticket. And now we're not getting a Diancy. This is not fair. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, at the end of the day, is it a big deal? Not really, but people are claiming false advertising and stuff like that. And there was a tweet that went out that said, Hey, just keep in mind trainers. If you were at one of the live events, you're not going to get another one. You'll just get candy. And people are like, what do you mean? Keep in mind this is the first time you said it. What? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. So uh, again, the pitfalls of precedent, and resting on your laurels. I mean, when will we learn? I guess we won't because we want to trust these these text posts as much as possible. Now, is this a case of it just being an innocent level of confusion or does this feel like it's dripped, dripping with malice for some reason? I, I mean, I truly think it's the first one, but people that are upset have fair reason to be like, oh, come on. What? Really? Because why not? Why not, right? Diancy's not like meta breaking. Who cares if you have a second or a third when it's not a big deal? And I mean, uh, the, the answer, and people not going to like it, is the Pokemon company cares. Yeah, yeah. The Diancy is a mythical Pokemon for whatever it's worth, and the Pokemon company protects mythical Pokemon. They do very, very hard. So the fact that Shaman was available so much is the weird one and that people should be questioning about not the Diancy is not available. Yeah, I, I would agree, but I don't think people are going to take that holistic sort of perspective from it. And they're just going to look at Shaman and be upset that it's not the same. Yeah, 100% because you yeah. see one, you're like, well, they set a precedent now. And I'm like, that's not how that works. But <laughs> like it is the patterns, Kyle. <laughs> It's justified to be upset because yeah. I will say the information that was out there was not very accurate. No. And speaking of clarification, the rest of this post does even more of that. Oh, no. Okay, moving on. Habitat rotation schedule. All trainers will have the opportunity to enjoy each habitat hour twice during event hours on Saturday. So remember when we were originally talking about global and they're like, oh, there's four habitats and they'll be rotating. And we're like, is it going to be two hours, two hours, two hours, two hours? Or is it going to go one hour each for four and then rotate again? Well, it wasn't listed. And they decided to clarify it now at the buzzer before Copets Global went live. <laughs> so it is going to be the case. It'll go Quartz, uh, Terrarium, whatever it's called, Quartz Terrarium, I think. Pyrite Sands, Malachite Wilderness, and then Aquamarine Shores. And then we're going to run it back. 
quartz terrarium, pyrite sands, malachite wilderness, and aquamarine shores. They Again, they have all of these times listed in this post. It is very likely that you'll have just experienced this by the time you hear this, but it is worth noting that they decided to then kind of almost go back and and say like i don't i don't see the point of having kept this from us in the first place so i'm going to almost 100 percent just chalk this up to somebody left it out of the original post and they're like oh we need these details and they're like yeah and speaking of that also as well i was we were talking with lachlan while we were in in uh new york and he had pointed out yeah on the global site like the time frame through the event is like not listed anywhere it is though in one place in the ticket details yeah but if you're doing free and are not even looking at the ticket you'll never it was not listed like it doesn't make it doesn't make sense uh okay so so there's that happy hunting friends field research bonanza on saturday august 26th trainers will be able to collect new field research tasks from pokestops each hour from 10 a.m to 6 p.m local time so if you're playing in a local park that only has 12 stops every hour you can respin those and get 12 new research tasks this is a good quality of life thing it's i I think it should be every 30 minutes but an hour is nice it's not too bad bad. hour's fine but you know the more frequent it is the more people will feel like they're missing out though i guess i'm just trying to think of like when you know you are a younger trainer and you have to go play go fest because you're not driving but your parents will go hang out in the local park in your neighborhood with you and there's only like three stops i think it'd be cool if you can only play for like two hours that you could get four um four opportunities at tasks but i know and that's sort of like an outlier but i'm just trying to think i think it'd be more inclusive <laughs> i think once an hour is really good and really hope they do this for like research task rewards or well events i should say in the future yeah that'd be nice very very nice for community days i think it should also turn over every hour i would be so stoked because low-key completing field research tasks for pokemon encounters is one of my favorite parts about community day nowadays oh yeah Oh, yeah, 100%. It's, it's what I actively do. I'll go to places where there are bad spawns to get more stops because good I chance on good IVs. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's just fun to complete stuff so fast, you know? Yeah. It's always catch three Froki or whatever. And like, oh, I can do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> three seconds because it's just a complaint. People like to hear me complain sometimes. I do. The Froki research tasks were garbage, not enough Froki. Oh. Okay. Almost every single one that I got was either like five great balls or 500 stardust. Get that out of here. I don't want it. <laughs> I know it's stardust. No, I want another encounter with Froki. Stardust was nice, but I agree. More Froki would have been nice. Yeah. Anyways. Um, all right. So this one was not included in this post. It's been provided by the community at large, but we figured it fits right here. Seven kilometer egg pool for ticket holders. This has been more or less confirmed by people playing the event right now. Special seven kilometer eggs are available to ticket holders during the event. Seven kilometer eggs coming from opening gifts from your friends will include in the pool Hisuian Growlithe, Pachirisu, Shellos, both East and West Sea, Carnivine, Joltik, which is a new shiny for this event, Pawnyard, Gumi, new shiny for this event, and Oranguru. Um, so the ones in here that cannot be shiny are Hisuian, Growlithe, Pachirisu, and Carnivine. 
the rest of them can be shiny. So, you know, no word on on the rarity disparity here. They might all be on the same level. Who knows? But I, you know, I I saw a screenshot. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but there is two levels. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Is there like a a one rarity level yeah. and then like a five rarity level and no in Here between? Here we go. Someone shared it in a discard. Oh no, it's just a one to two. Okay. And two has Hisuian, Growlithe, Ponyard, Carnivine, and Paterisu. Okay. And then the rest. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. Joltik then. Yep. Joltik. Joltik. And Gumi. And Gumi. Alrighty. Ready for raid battles. Trainers around the world can now start raid battles more quickly by using the ready button. Yeah, the ready button is, is live. If you hit a max party limit, it'll automatically ready up and you'll have 10 seconds before you hop in the raid. It's pretty cool. We got to use it in New York. People were using it in London and Osaka prior. It works. It works really, really well. One downside is that uh, if you are running solo, yeah. you can't use it, which I think it's just the worst decision ever. Like, why? I want to do a one-star raid. Like, don't make me sit there for three now, minutes. Now I feel like I'm punished for wanting to solo a raid. And I'm yes. like, come on. Yes, you need at least two trainers in in order for the ready button to work or be available to use, more or less wild decision making there also something that wasn't listed on this blog post big deal originally they were going to just increase the amount of raids that you could do remotely during this weekend to like 20 or something like that per day they were allowing you the privilege of of remote raiding up to 20 times now over the weekend this past weekend they revealed it will just be unlimited this weekend so raid to your heart's content or until your wallets weep with sorrow, which is probably what's going to happen to a lot of us. Um, but Primal Groudon and Primal Kyogre are in raids, and Mega Rayquaza will be in raids on Sunday. So these will probably be good things um, to to remote raid a whole lot of. Also, uh, Cowboy Hat Snorlax in a three-star raid. So if you're interested, it'll be there. Um, Ultra Unlock. During each Habitat Hour on Saturday, ticket-holding uh, trainers around the world will be able to work together to complete a global challenge. If the challenge is completed in time, a special bonus will be unlocked for the remainder of the hour for ticket-holding trainers. Plus, if trainers complete 20 challenges successfully, they will activate this year's Pokemon Go Fest Ultra Unlock bonuses. Now, what are they? Well, it's a lot of question marks and i mean that literally there's just question marks all over the place this is what we were scoffing at when they were like details revealed and like is it really is it just a promise of even more it's like when companies do like an announcement of an announcement that's what this feels like yep (laughs) a question mark question mark question mark adventure A special-to-be-announced event will take place from Tuesday, September 5th at 10 a.m. to Sunday, September 10th at 10 a.m. local time, regardless of the number of challenges trainers are able to complete. But if we do do that, we get the Ultra Unlock version. And if trainers complete a total of 20 global challenges, they'll unlock additional bonuses for the duration of the event. Stay tuned for more details after Pokemon Go Fest 2023 Global. Some of these things will include... Five mystery one-star raids that will also have their shinies available. We are assuming they're new debuts, but we're it's not, I guess it's not really a given. Could be, who knows? Ultra unlock free timed research. Timed research 
Uh, featuring encounters with question mark, question mark, question mark will be available throughout the event. And it will also be shiny if you're lucky. The bonuses, they they did deem worthy to tell us, though. Four times catch experience and four times catch stardust. Very lucrative. It's very it's good. Good bonus. Good bonus. Yeah. This is, this is like uh, winter 2018 style bonuses. <laughs> this is pretty off the chain. Um, ultra unlock question mark question mark question mark oh, man if trainers complete a total of 20 global challenges they'll gain access to a uh, to be announced special event that will take place from sunday september 10th at 10 a.m to friday september 15th at 8 p.m local time pokemon debuts the following pokemon will make their debut during that event four four also triple question marks but it'll be a bug type an electric type a flying type and an ice type now, Kyle and I spoke briefly about this before sitting down to record this. And um, while well, my money is on Paldea, and it sounded like Kyle was on board with that too, but we'll see. We had some guesses, but let's just, the the five one-star raids are kind of, we have no idea what those could be, honestly, no idea. But the typing here for these other four for this follow-up event sound interesting enough that we could probably make some predictions. So what are you thinking for those four? Uh, I think the ice type is going to be Satitan. I, I think so. Too. I feel like that's going to be a given whenever we get Paldea. So if this is Paldea, that's got to be it. Definitely. Uh, electric type Pommy, again, it's a given, in my opinion. The bug and the flying are a little bit less obvious. Yeah. You know, you, you could do the regional flying, which is what Watrol, right? That's what it's called. Yep. Which is it's a great one. It's it's a really good one. Great book, at least design wise. I can't speak for functionality right now. <laughs> and the the route one air quotes route bug uh, tarantula, which I love the name. Its evolution is garbage, but don't whoa spot ops yo nah yo, yo. nah. It's an insult to people who actually like tarantula. Okay, I mean tarantula's uh, shiny is so good. You got this. You got this really cute cute spider ball thingy and then it evolves into an assassin (laughs) it's terrible terrible uh i put in a guess that it was going to be low kicks for bugs which is the name of the evolution because i can't remember the name of the first nimble (laughs) what was that nimble right oh nimble yeah it could be nimble that's that's my guess for bug that'd be fun could be yeah my guesses are largely those as well those are like the obvious ones uh, you know for flying i can't think of anything else besides watchful really yeah i mean there's a couple of other ones you could do that could almost be regional like uh well there's uh flamigo right no that's just fighting never mind the the parrot bird what's the name of the parrot bird with the fluffy hair oh oh my god Squawkabilly? Uh, Squawkabilly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Squawkabilly. That'd be fun, I guess. Again, it feels like it'd be regional, sort of like Oricorio is. I mean, it might be. And it might just be coming out. Yeah. You know? How many colors of of Squawkabilly are there? Are there five? Four. I'm pretty sure there's four. Okay. Because if there's five, those could be the ones in the one star rates. I I would vomit. I would be <laughs> so sick. There's no way. I, um, uh, no. I kind of want it. it I refuse be... to believe that would happen. <laughs> it would be so underwhelming. Oh, 
my gosh. They're giving us five new Pokemon with five new shinies out the gate. It's all the same Pokemon, different forms. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, there we go. That's that's the news. We are moving a little bit quick here because I've got to turn this episode around. So if you're like, man, they're really they're really sprinting through this. It's for good reason. Also, we want to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's the end of the news. This week we're going to be skipping Gear Up and we're actually also going to be skipping Poke Lore because we had uh, some great responses to Poke Poll and we got a handful of voicemails and emails given that it is GoFest season. So, in the interest of that, we're just going to take a quick break and then hop right into Poke Poll. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. So, for last week's Pokeball, we had. You've been asked to join your local Pokemon League as a gym leader. What type would you specialize in and who would be your ace? Bonus points for other members of your Pokemon team. All right. First one we have is Modders answering for last week's question. Yeah, we had to include this one because it was some, some really nice stuff. It was post GoFest London and an important shout out that we missed last week. So we got yeah, it. Was, it was right on the edge. Literally, we just finished recording and... Matters poster. We're like, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Matters said, hello, gents. Not wanting to bring on an eye roll moment, but my luckiest moment in this game was finding you guys. This is not a super emotional post. This is a why the heck have the rest of the world not downloaded this podcast, subscribed, and found the Patreon? <laughs> I hope you have an amazing New York GoFest, chaps. Shiny vibes and the best of luck for your GoFest. Loving your work as ever. Cheers. Also, it was great. New York Go Fest was fantastic. It was. And because of your well wishes, thank you, Modders. Also, can we wish Nick Bunce and his lovely lovely lady the best as they got married last weekend? Congratulations. Absolutely congratulations. Way to go. You did it. You did it. Uh, and, uh, and a happy life ahead of the two of you. We wish you well. <laughs> yeah. All right. For the next answer, we have from Fire Drillin'. AKA Carlo. And he said, I'll take dark types to the end of early game just before bugs fall off as a treat for bug enthusiasts. Team, Murkrow, Volibi, Houndoom, and Absol the Ace. Post Elite Four rematch lineup Honchcrow, Mandibuzz, Houndoom, Tyranitar, Malamar, and Absol. Ooh, I like nice. Malamar. I like the Malamar. I like the. I like the post elite four rematch. That's smart. I forgot that they do that sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next response from Sarah Amanda. And they said, my theme would be the best underdog slash utility Pokemon. 
I would need to think a bit longer my full roster, but obviously my ace would be Flygon, always trying his best. Hoenn Lanoon, the original HM hero, and that would also steal all the items too. And Talonflame, Flame Body for egg hatching and fly. Oh, yeah. Mm, really? You don't get more efficient than that. Maybe I should round out the rest of my team with Klefki, Poltegeist, Rotom. What do you guys think? I think three Klefki to finish it off would have been good. <laughs> three Klefki. No, two, two Klefki and a Bufalant. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that. Those are That's a really good team. Really good team. I like the idea. It's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Next one's from Evie Lover Nia from Spotify. They said, my type would be flying type. My ace would be a Dragonite. Ooh. I would also have a Star Raptor, a Noctowl, and an Unpheasant. All right. I uh, I like the respect put on the Route 1 birds for sure there. And I also really love leaning on the technicality of Dragonite having flying <laughs> and stuff. I love stuff like that where they're just like, oh, what are they going to bring out? Oh, it's flying type. That's going to be something that's uh, like, you know, very weak to electricity. And they pop it at Dragonite. You're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Good strategy. Next one's from Liam on Spotify. They said, hi, my team would be Ghost, Banep, Annihilate, so good. Gengar, and my ace would be Dragapult, easily the best pseudo-legend. I, I agree. Dragapult is the best pseudo-legend. Dragapult is definitely up there. Um, I'm not going to say it's not the best, but there are... Uh, Bug-type pseudo-legend win. Um, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Volcarona. Uh, okay. We, we need enough. to do like a whole like gear Fair up enough. on pseudo pseudos at some point. Pseudo pseudo. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Those are, and they exist. They yeah, do. They do. So. <laughs> Next one is from Slips Slimely via an email. Said, hi, guys. Slips Slimely 69 here. If I were a gym leader, I've always loved the idea of doing a not type team. My focus would be Pokemon that look like they could slash should be another type. In my case, I go with Pokemon that look like water types. A full team of Stunfisk, Electros, Malamar, Dragalge, Pinchurchin, and Grap- Grap- Grappleoct. Grappleoct. I don't yep. like that Pokemon's name, but I knew it was going to be on this <laughs> list before I read it. Would be my crew. If I was an Elite Four member, I'd lead with Malamar even to set up Trick Room since all these lovely lads are pretty slow. My ace would be Stunfist since he's such a derp. I love him. Fair. Thanks as always for the amazing podcast, guys. Shiny vibes to all, and sorry for the long email. I I love the idea, especially with something yeah. like Grappleoct, which is just the most insulting. Yeah. <laughs> How is Grappleoct not water fighting? <laughs> so uh, do so Grappleoct. I feel like is a good name. It's a really good name. Clobopus is a better name. Yes, Clobopus is a much better name. I don't <laughs> like Grapplock. That said, design-wise, very good Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I like oh, the yeah. designs. But I, but I just want to say, Clobopus is like Hall of Fame level name. Like, so such a good really name. cute. It's it is. It's adorable. I love it. <laughs> All right. Next one's from Walter in the email. And they said, hey, Chris and Kyle, I've always loved Gyarados. So for my... Starter Jim, I would have Gyarados as an ace. 
I would then go with Milotic. Milotic? Milotic. Milotic? I always say Milotic. Okay. And Sharpedo. I also love Araquanid. That's a good one. So I'll throw it in too. Thanks for the podcast. Shiny vibes all. And sorry for the short email. Don't be sorry for the short email. You're all good. I just like hearing Kyle say all these off the wall Pokemon names. This has been a treat. Just like I seeing it written. I'm like, wait, which Pokemon? Oh, I know this Pokemon. <laughs> some of the ones we got into, like some of the some of the names are close. Like a letter is missing, or it's a little bit different. And like, it's just so fun to be like, is he gonna nail it? <laughs> oh man! And then we got what? Oh, we have a voicemail. We have a voicemail from Lachlan too. So we'll play that. G'day Chris, g'day Kyle, it's Lachlan from Australia with my response to this week's PokePoll. So I would be an 8th gym leader, and because I'm from Australia, I wanted to include some Australian things in my team, but I wanted to take some inspiration from Ash in the final real battle he had to become the champion, where he got a little bit of every region's mechanic involved. So, I would be a normal type gym leader. Using yeah. a rotation battle, which was a battle format from the Innova region, where you have three Pokemon out at a time, but only one attacks each turn, and you can rotate which Pokemon is about to attack before it attacks, both you and your opponent. So you have to think, what move can I use that's going to be good against all three of my opponent's Pokemon? My team would be Mega Kangaskhan, Kamala, and a Porygon 2 with an Eeveelite at the front, and Ooh. in the back... My substitutes would be a Toucanon with a Z-Crystal, a Kecleon with the ability Protean, and a Terra Normal Shedinja. Now, that Kecleon with Protean and a Normal-type Shedinja would make for a very powerful combo. So they have a Fighting-type move that can hit the Shedinja. I can swap to a Kecleon that might have just used a Ghost-type attack to take no damage and hit them back powerfully. All the best. Very jealous of your... Very jealous of the two of you being able to have such a fun time and fun adventures in New York. Talk soon. Bye. There's a brutal team, Lachlan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Using mechanics from four different generations over here. We love it. We love it. Oh, my gosh, though. Um, I <laughs> The normal Terratype Shedinja is just so good. Oh, God. Oh, that's great. That's great. Also, another technicality. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, well, thank you very much for the voicemail there, Lachlan. Thank you, everybody else, for writing in uh, your answers and stuff. What do we have for this week, Kyle? So this week's PokePoll is, what is the furthest out of your way you've gone for a Pokemon, Raid, etc.? This can also just be like you know, the craziest story you've had playing Pokemon Go, I suppose. But like, I really want to hear the stories of people like, you know, hopping fences and running for stuff. Please keep it legal. <laughs> um, but you know, I oh, I ran half a mile for this Pokemon and then it disappeared. But then I found it. My game was just glitched or whatever. Hmm. Do you have an answer? Yeah, I got a couple of different stories. Everybody's heard the story about the Articuno raid day and the the running through the graveyard. I think I've told that story several, several times. Um, And then uh, one of my other ones was running out of the house at 1 a.m. 
um, down the street with no lights going uh, in order to get, I forgot which Pokemon it was, but it was new for an event like four or five years ago. It was a really, really long time ago. And I just, I, I took, <laughs> I took somebody else's phone with me because they were sleeping. And then I ran down the street and I caught it for both of us. Um, and, uh, that was great. And then I realized when I stopped in the, uh, in the adrenaline faded that I realized I put myself in a real compromising situation being like out in the middle of the street, in the middle of the dark, in the middle of the night, (laughs) just like a car could come by and just like make this a bad situation real fast, you know? Mm -hmm. But, but I think we all have a story like that. I wish I remember which Pokemon it was. It was. I think it was during a Halloween event because it was late in the year. It was also cold. I think it was like, I don't know, a, like a like a Shuppet or something. Really not exciting, but like I hadn't caught it yet. Okay. What about you? What about you? Um, well, one that I've told before was when the Alolan starters, Alolan, when the Kalos starters came out and I hadn't caught Froakie and it wasn't spawning anywhere and it showed oh, up yeah. all on a break at work and I like told my manager hey i'll be right back and i got in the car and i drove and it was like two or three minutes away so it was like the whole time but i have another one it's more recent uh when komala came out oh i I didn't really play very much that week so i had gotten one i got a couple but my girlfriend hadn't and it was like it was like eight o'clock i had to open the next morning i was getting ready for bed and they're like there's a Komala on the nearby and I'm like, all right, give me your phone. I'm going to go get it. So just I drove and it's like, it's like it's within view of our apartment, but it's still a ways out there. Cause you know, you can't drive straight there. Got there, caught it. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? There's a showcase right here. Threw in a Pokemon. It, the showcase literally ended in like three minutes. <laughs> threw, in a po- threw in a Pokemon for first place for my girlfriend just to, to like kind of top off that memory <laughs> very nice very very nice Ooh, that's good i bet whoever was holding that up until that minute was checking like still first still first 30 seconds before second play are you kidding me who did <laughs> yes yeah. yep exactly i like oh to think gosh. that i like to think that too <laughs> it's you don't even have to th- it's probably exactly what happened like <laughs> Wonderful. Well, dear listener, if you have an answer to this this week's Pokeball question, which is one more time, what is the furthest out of your way? You've gone for a Pokemon raid or etc. cetera. Uh, you can answer that question. We posted on the platform previously known as Twitter um, or still colloquially known as Twitter. Uh, when we put it up there, if you're a patron of ours in our discord, we have a channel dedicated to it. If you'd like to answer the question via a YouTube comment, if you're watching the video version on YouTube, you can do that there. You can also answer the question on the Spotify mobile app if you're listening via Spotify. And of course, if you'd like to send us an email, you can to mail at gocastpodcast.com or leave it as a voicemail to 262-586-7717. And speaking of several ways to communicate us via the internet and otherwise, Kyle, where are we in this episode? It's time for emails. That's right. And a handful of voicemails. This first one is from returning voicemailer, Happy Time Hollis. G'day, Chris and Kyle. It's Happy Time Hollis calling in from Australia with part three of my trilogy about GoFest. Now, you guys gave me some amazing advice for when I was leaving, and I just wanted to give you guys my report on how it actually went in the end. Nice. Now, 
if you're thinking about going to a GoFest or an in-person event and you're still a little bit on the fence, please let me fully recommend it. It is such an amazing experience just being around all these other people who have that same passion and good vibes for the game that you also love. Coming to Japan as somebody who didn't speak the language and being by myself was an amazing experience. Even that on its own was just something that taught me a lot about myself. Now, I was very lucky on the first day, as I was heading to the park, I was a little bit lost at the train station. I turned around, and there's this young chap from Germany who's there by himself wearing a Team Mr. Cat. I (sighs) ask him if he's going, and he's like, absolutely. I tell him I'm lost, and he says, follow me. Now, it turns out this guy, Andreas, was meeting a man named Matt that he had hooked up with on Reddit, a guy who was a stranger to him as well. And luckily... All three of us got along like a house on fire, so much so that we spent the entire weekend together and we are now oh, fast friends. We're nice. still in contact, That's having gotten awesome. home from GoFest to our respective Woo. countries. In the end, including the two that I got from trades, I ended up with 97 shinies over three days. I got a Hundo Veltal, I got a 98% shiny Xerneas, and. My piece de resistance, my crowning jewel, was getting the shiny exclamation mark unknown. As a little piece of advice I wanted to give to everyone, as somebody who is a bit of a plus-size perfection myself, the one thing I will recommend to everybody is, in Australia we've got something called 3B, and I'm sure that that everywhere across the world has got a different thing, but it's an anti-chafing cream. Do yourself a favor, especially if you're a bigger chap, and have that in your bag to go that you can reapply midway during the day as well, because it will save you. I ended up walking 140 kilometers over eight days. So anyway, this is my last message. I just want to say thank you so much to everybody. I'm sure I'll send another voice message a couple of months down in the future, but a big thank you to absolutely everybody who was involved in putting GoFest together and giving me all the advice for it. Have a great one, guys. Cheers. Wow. Okay. That is an incredible story. Also, I just like, I, I just love the idea of like meeting people for the first time and being like, oh, like we're just, we're super compatible people. Like we should hang out. Like, that's it. I mean, like, I know we've talked about it before on the show, but like these live events, like the sense of like, oh, I'm with my tribe, like this makes sense mm-hmm. is like so intoxicating and all encompassing. Like it sounds like sounds like happy time. Hollis had a happy time indeed in that way. Yeah, I agree. And there's something there's something special about traveling for a live event. Yeah. Like, like coming home. And sitting on this airplane, waiting for it to take off, and I hear five people around me is talking about the shinies that they caught. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know anybody on this plane, but these are somehow my people. Right, right, exactly. Oh, my gosh. Man, and even when we thought we were safe, we, we ran into people at the airport that we knew. <laughs> Shout out to the Roundtable Chat Dot Boys and the Mythical Hitch. <laughs> it was good running into people. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this next, thank you for that voicemail, by the way. Uh, this next one is from Kevin Red Bull. Hi, Kyle and Chris. It's me, Kevin Red Bull. Uh, it's a little late, so I hope I can get this into your GoFest episode, but we get, we did it. <laughs> I, f- 
finally got to meet you guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, I might not have got to meet you at a meet and greet like they thought it was supposed to be, but it turned out even better. I got to meet you personally, have a nice personal conversation with you guys. I gave you my personal Red Bull can for the Go Fest day, so <laughs> you did. we'll see if you guys hold on to it or not. If not, it's okay. The experience was all I asked for. The only thing I wanted to do when I got to Go Fest was to get to meet you guys. You're like my Pokemon idols. You guys are the ones that got me so invested into the game and learning about it and enjoying it the way that I do. So I'm really grateful I got to meet you guys. I've been working on uh, best fighting my shiny Larvitar I got from you, Chris. Once that yeah. one's done, Kyle, your Panados is next. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't really have anything else left to say. Just I had a great time at GoFest. I'm so glad I got to meet you guys. I wish... I wasn't as starstruck. It felt like I was meeting celebrities and best friends slash brothers at the same time. So it just felt so great to get to meet you guys. I hope I get to do it again, maybe next year at another in-person Go Fest. We'll see. But until then, shiny vibes all. Talk to you guys later. Evan Red Bull, out. That sounds like a plan to me. We'll see you at the next GoFest for sure. No, it was really cool too. Like, I know we talk about, well, anybody that listens to podcasts is familiar with the parasocial like sort of thing where like if you listen to a show long enough, um, you know, week after week after week, right? You feel like you get to know your uh, podcasters, right? Like really well, like on a personal level. And sometimes when you make when you make that, you know, leap and you meet somebody in person, it, it that sense of familiarity can sometimes sort of melt away. I've had that experience for other shows I've gone to and I've met people at like conventions and things like that. We have had the good luck of that not being the case for Pokemon Go players. Um, and in particular, Kevin Red Bull, I'd have to say you've been writing in for so, so long <laughs> that the parasocial relationship is two way. You know, like we we know of you. You write in, you contact us regularly. So it's it was really cool to meet you finally, put a, a face to the name and everything, and meet new little tuna and all that stuff too. It was great. And thank you for your Red Bull can. I know it was it's an important ritual for you, so it was important to us as well. Um, but yeah, super cool to meet you. So thank you very much. And thanks for calling in to say hey. Appreciate it. Um, our next and last voicemail is from Sarah Amanda. Hi, GoCast. It's Sir Amanda here. Guys, first off, it was so great meeting you guys at GoFest. I was feeling so unexpectedly starstruck. And so, okay, I've been meaning to call in to blab about Wayfair since over a month now. <laughs> so submitting is the fun and easy part. But, like, imagine this. If, like, a thousand people nominate stuff, but none of them reviewed, guess how long it would take for the nominations to reach a resolution? Do you say a year and a half? Because, ding, 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 that would probably be the answer. So reviewing is actually the most important part. The system grinds to a halt if no one reviews. But sure, reviewing is boring, or reviewing feels like homework, whatever. So I've been thinking, how can I make reviewing more fun for people? And then I'm like, oh yeah, games make things more fun. So I started a monthly bingo game in the Patreon Discord server. Basically, I post nine things, and if you find the things, when you're doing wafer reviews, you post a screenshot, and it checks off a space on the bingo card. Like, the current card has a category for something containing an arrow. So that could be like, you know, a trail marker might have an arrow. Or like, the Amazon Fulfillment Center that someone shouldn't have nominated, but they did anyway. That has an arrow on it, probably. Anyway, yeah. each space is an entry, <laughs> and every bingo line is two additional entries. And there's a prize, of course. I do a random number generator for all the entries, and the winner gets the dollar Community Day ticket gifted to them. 
if a lot of people participate, I'll do two drawings because two drawings is more than one. And the bar for participation is pretty low. Like finding any one thing on the bingo card is an entry and then you're in. Um, reviews are done through an internet browser. So you could review on your phone when you're like standing in line somewhere or using the restroom or whatever. Just imagine how many reviews you would get done if you did a review every time you used the restroom. I'm just saying, it'll add up. Oh, <laughs> also, if you aren't high enough level to review yet, level 37, you can still participate in the Wayfair Bingo. It's just, I made an alternate bingo challenge, so just at me in the Discord server. You do have to be in the Patreon Discord server. I guess that's the only gotcha. Anyway, peace, Sarah Amanda. Oh, it was really, really great to meet Sarah Amanda. Yeah. Um, we actually knew it was her before it was confirmed to us that it was Amanda. I'm like, Amanda? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> um, it was, you know, it's great. It was really great to meet you. And thank you for shouting out this this really cool activity that you're doing in the server too. But um, like Amanda said, it's going to be, you know, in the patron server. But if you're in there um, and you want to take part, there's an entire channel dedicated to this. And Sarah Amanda is always very responsive to people if you have any questions about anything. So if that sounds like something that would motivate you to, you know, do Wayfarer stuff um, and you're in the server, then that's a great thing to do. So, so yeah. I think one thing for me that might make me do more Wayfarer in general is better tools for understanding good nominations. Oh, yeah. I think the instructions via Wayfarer are bad and they don't help me understand what makes good versus what makes bad stops. I, egregious ones, I can I, I can tell. Obviously, I've played enough Go and seen enough POIs. Of course. Understand. Oh, yeah. But the slightly more subtle ones, I know I've only ever done like 30 Wayfarer submissions or something like that. I don't even think I have the bronze medal. Maybe I have the bronze medal. We'll see. But uh, when I did them, I I got punished. And they said, you have been reviewing too many that everyone else is saying no to. So you're punished now. And I'm like, uh, what? I, I don't understand. Okay. okay. I thought I, I was it. doing the right thing. I, I yeah. guess I should read more carefully. I was I was trying. I was trying. So the problem, if, though, is that, that you're also fighting against people that are trying to approve things that are not right. Yes. You know, so. But if there could be resources, uh, infographics, stuff like that, that could help make it easier to understand what's a good and what's a bad POI, mm -hmm. then yeah. But for me, I, I spent way too long looking at a POI trying to decide if it's worthy or not. So I could not do it when I went to the bathroom or was standing in line at the store. Might I also recommend, Kyle, that you go listen to our good friends over at the Waste Spotters podcast? Yes. <laughs> I, I like, mean, I have. You're I like, have. If I had more time, I would. <laughs> but, but, like, that's, I need the infographic. I need something I can constantly just look back at and check or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I, I thing, agree. That, that would help me learn at least. I agree. That's true. Um, but, I, I mean, like, jokes aside, honestly, that show is really great because they do something called Coal of the Week and it's like a – like a, a just a bad stop and they have constant conversations about quality submissions and things like that so it's a good way to hear some practical conversation around it but mm -hmm. i think i think there is also no replacing in addition to that like some sort of infographic because 
apparently that's how Pokemon Go players retain information the best <laughs> is via infographics. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, hey, <laughs> meet us where we're at, I guess. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but we also do have a few emails. Thank you so much again, Sir Amanda, for the voicemail and everybody else that sent in voicemails today for the poker poll, uh, looking at you, Lachlan, or otherwise. Um, we have a few emails. We're going to read just a couple because then we're going to run. Um, but this first one is from Justin. And they said, hello, friends. I've been reflecting a lot recently on my time in London and attending GoFest. It was my first time being out of the U.S. and I got to experience it as a solo traveler. However, it didn't feel like I was a solo traveler since I had the UK GoCast crew with me most of the time. It was such a great time getting to meet everyone, and I can't wait to return. I'm not so secretly hoping to save up and attend an overseas event next year. Nice. Uh, anyway, this period of reflection led me to reflecting on GoFests of years past. My big lingering question is if Kyle ever got a shiny star you. It's been a full year since I last received an update in this, and now I must know. Kyle, do you have one? No. no oh, my gosh. oh my I, gosh i do want to say i'm pretty sure shiny star you came out before they did the season shift and star you became like a premium spawn yeah it yeah. has it's it rare. has not been uh like super common especially because we're not really around water for the most part so. yeah more or less and even when we are it's it's that's still kind of a rare spawn yeah. so yeah uh, thanks for the great episodes, and I will have seen you all at GoFest New York City by the time you read this. P.S. Isn't it interesting that in the U.S. we have big Kit Kats, but in the U.K. they have chunky Kit Kats? Hmm. <laughs> Signed, Aju uh, or Justin. So um, I do find that interesting. I, I like big Kit Kats better. I think chunky Kit Kats would not sit so well with an American market. I think people would be offended by that probably. All, all jokes aside for the offensive, I hear chunky Kit Kats and I think I'm going to get a different texture than a regular Kit Kat. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that, too. I think it implies like a very different like big Kit Kat just means like it's a it's a Kit Kat, but it's just bigger. Chunky definitely sounds like they put something in it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it has more pieces or something or like there's more crumble on top, but coated in the truck. I don't know. True. So big Kit Kats is a superior name. Sorry, UK. Sorry. Um, yep, that's and, and routes. And routes. Routes. And also curb spelled C U R B. Curb at the frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to. We're not going to say his name this time for any other reason outside of me mentioning this, but we met Remy LeBeau in person. And apparently during the episode when Remy had written in, I said Lemmy LeBeau. I meant to say Remy LeBeau. Just. Just saying sorry about that. Also, <laughs> retraction, clone Pikachu is real. <laughs> yeah, clone Pikachu is real. We're going to hide this one an hour into this episode so nobody knows and they just think I uh, doubled down on it. Clone Pikachu it's is real. It was so forgettable I forgot it happened. Sorry. Not, not actually sorry. Is real. Hashtag free clone Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, thank you very much for the email, Justin. Appreciate it. All right. The next email is from Juan. They said, hey there, Chris and Kyle. Today, I simply want to suggest some quality of life updates that would be great for the game. First, when you click on your buddy, if you scroll all the way down, it displays the distance walk before you get an extra candy. So for like a Tyranitar, it would be two kilometers out of five kilometers. It shows total amount of regular candy for that specific species of Pokemon. 
And if its family has a mega, it shows mega energy. One thing that's missing to display, though, is how much XL candy you have. If you want to show how much XL candy you have, you have to go to your inventory and click on the Pokemon itself. As someone who buddies Pokemon who aims to power them up to level 50, I think updating it to where XL candy is displayed on the buddy screen would be great. I agree. Yeah. Unfortunately, the UI moves at the speed of molasses for Pokemon. (laughs) True. Second, I would love to have some sort of counter display that tells you how many field research encounters you have stacked. As there's no way to tell at the moment, unless you surpass the hunter limit and you see Pokemon from your stack disappearing. They could do that, or why not just eliminate the limit and have it to where you can have an unlimited amount of Pokemon stacked. I think Niantic were to choose out of the two options, it would be a tracker slash counter for sure. Let me know what you guys think of these suggestions. See ya. So for the limit thing, here's the thing. It's like quick catching. It's not an official feature. Yeah. But they've decided that it's going to stay in, but they're not going to design the game around the advantage that it potentially has. Yeah. And um, I don't think they're going to ever increase a limit on that either, because that's a lot of information over time. If you just like never claim it and you have like, 550 in there that's not gonna work no i agree and also the potential advantage is very large for someone who actually min maxes it it could be extreme so i think having the limit is kind of a good balancing act there Mm -hmm. agreed but yes i think for your first suggestion about xl candies we both were like yes two thumbs way way up for sure yeah yeah (laughs) yep um Okay, we got one more email, and then we're going to be out of here. This one's from Connor, and they said, Hello, Chris and Kyle. It's Connor again. It was so great to finally meet you in New York for GoFest. Great to meet you, too. You both are extremely talented podcasters, and I would argue that you are even better people. Oh, people. Oh, that's really nice. Uh, Thank you for everything you do for the community. Well, thank the community for everything they do for us. Oh, my gosh. What a a weekend we had. (laughs) That was incredible. Um, I do have one question for you. I'm a big fan of the badges in-game, and so most of my goals involve them. What is the badge that you are most proud of? I'll go first. One of my main goals for 2023 was to reach platinum on my collector badge. I took screenshots of my stats, January 2nd for reference. My catch count began at 32,436 and is now at 83,354 as of today, August 22nd. I blown through my goal and raised it to 120,000 by the end of the year. This might be a hefty task, but I got an auto catcher last month, so that should help. All right, I'm hoping it's a plus plus and you're enjoying it. Setting goals like you do has really motivated me and kept the game fun. I hope New York treated you well and shiny vibes all, Connor. It was great to meet you, Connor. It really, really was. And I, you know, there's no there's no harm in adjusting your goal, especially if you've surpassed it. That's kind of the ideal way you want to adjust your goal. So good job. Good job doing that. Um, and obviously we agree that goal setting is like the best. That's why we do it every week, despite uh sometimes we don't want to because we know we won't be able to play. <laughs> but it's important to set goals. All right, I'm buying myself some time because I was pulling up my medals. Kyle, what medal are you most proud of? Why is it Ghost Catcher? <laughs> no, it's, my Ghost Catcher is so low, they never respond. Maniac, right? Ghost Maniac, whatever it's called. Yeah, Hex Maniac. Hex Maniac. They're named after all like the different types of trainers. NPCs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can it be the one that's the lowest that I'm most proud of? Sure. 
<laughs> my Wayfair medal is 27 out of 50 for bronze. 27 out of 50. Wow. <laughs> Mine's 33 out of 50. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I feel man. it's it's kind of weird for me because I'm I'm surrounded by so many like really good Pokemon players. Yeah. <laughs> that it's like, what am I actually proud of here? And I'm like, oh, but I know people who have like so much higher than that. So I'm not actually <laughs> proud of that anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. So mine is my my breeder medal, right? For egg hatching. God. And I and I say this number and it sounds high, but like you, we know so many people. I know people that have doubled this, right? My yeah. my egg hatching medal currently says 14,477. Very close to 14,500. That's a lot. That, that's a lot of eggs. It is a lot of eggs. Um, it could be more, and it will be more starting tomorrow at GoFest Global. <laughs> For comparison, <laughs> I am at 4,576 on my breeder medal. Woo-wee! <sighs> pick up those numbers. You got to catch up, man. So, but like, even speaking like like Rising Star, Chris has like is like 240 on his Rising oh, Star medal. N- no, please. It's, it's different than that. That one was that's the one with the Mewtwo on it, right? Yeah. Rising Star, two hundred and eighty. Two hundred and eighty. Two hundred and eighty. That's crazy. That's actually crazy. That is nuts. I don't even know how I did that. Oh, I, I'm at hundred and ninety for that one. That's still platinum, though, isn't it? Uh, one hundred and fifty yeah, is. is platinum. I made it a goal to be platinum, like sometime last year or something like that. To that to clarify, that medal is. Uh, Defeat 150 different species of Pokemon in raids. So it's unique Pokemon in in raids. And so that, Kyle's done a lot of three and one star raids wasting yes. your time on really to get that. <laughs> 500 raids of summer did me some did me some good with that one. For oh, sure. but those were such long rotations. You didn't actually have that much variety to raid. Oh, I suppose you're right. That's a good point. Maybe I'm just insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, you are. Could be. Could be. Anyway, thank you very much uh, for emailing in, Connor, and thank you everybody else that sent in emails. Um, if we did not get to your email this week, I'm so sorry. We will put it on on the uh, list for the next one. Um, so if you'd like to send us an email, just like these fine folks did, you can by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also call our voicemail line at 262-586-7717 and leave a voicemail that way. Visit our website for all things GoCast at GoCastPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, not X, Twitter at GoCastPodcast. If you'd like to help support the show monetarily for as little as $1 a month and gain access to our Discord server, you can via Patreon. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and then forward slash GoCastPodcast or just Google search Patreon and GoCast, I suppose. Shout out to our elite trainer tier patrons. Thank you very, very much to... Bo, Daniel, Lori, Michael, Ozzy, Arkham, Marvin and Mimi, Sforza, Sue and Ryan, Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Modders, Lee, William, Brandon, Ethan, Stephen, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite just listener, Drew, too, Camo. Oh, I, I couldn't make it. The Ugly Rock, Jacob, Victoria, and Gaten. Thank you very, very much for all of your, uh, your generous support. And big shout out to Victoria for being such a lovely uh, host for everybody and answering so many questions locally uh, for New York. Yes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And for showing us uh, showing us a little bit of New Jersey, which neither of us had ever seen. It was very cool. 
Um, but before we're on our way out, oh, I forgot one more thing. Leave us a review. You can help support the show that way too. It's free. It's fun. It's fast, probably. Le- please leave us a review. It would mean a lot to us and helps us out immensely. Um, so, Mr. Kyle, let's set some goals for GoFest and it'd be pretty much just GoFest because we're recording so late. We will probably only have like four days between this and the next recording, to be super honest with you. Yep. All right. So what are you, what are you looking to do? Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm looking for Shiny Joltik, preferably two, but I'm not going to set the goal. I have somebody whose favorite Pokemon is Joltik that might not be able to play very much. So I want to try and get one for them. Uh, Shiny Gumi. Ten shinies overall. Should we count raids? Should we count legendaries for that? Do you think that counts? Shinies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. Uh, Diancy research completed. And this is the one that's not going to get completed. Uh, Hundo <laughs> legendary. Oh, wow. If anybody's listening to this while they're playing and it's still the weekend, send me raid invites. I already said on Discord, I will take all raid invites. I am raiding this weekend. That is more than the event for me is the raids. Very, very nice. Um, I set some pretty similar goals. I did set originally my goal for 10 shinies. I'm now upping it to 15 because I have to be different. Uh, 15 shinies. If if I get 10, you'll get 15. So it's fair. Probably. We'll see. We will see. 15 shinies. Finish all possible research. So, you know, anything that I possibly can that's not like time gated and stuff. I'd like to finish it. Shiny Gumi and Shiny Joltik. I'm keeping it pretty simple. Just the chases, a generic shiny goal, and then just basically finish everything in the event that can be done. Um, So, yeah, that's going to do it for episode 249. 250 is our next episode. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Another milestone episode. Where does the time go? Um, But thank you so much for listening all the way through. Good luck if you haven't already played the event. Good luck with your GoFest Global. And we'll see you next time. Uh, Shiny vibes and all that good stuff. Bye-bye. Bye.